0: All right, we are at episode six, and in this one, we are talking about um, how can we learn more about wholesaling. We talk about skip tracing. What else do we talk about? We
1: talk about working with other wholesalers. Mm-hmm. We talk about where do you go? Where do you want to go before you die? That's going to be an interesting one. I think uh, we're, we all have some pretty good answers for that. One. Aaron stuck in two places. Yeah, he stuck so in two. So look out! Actually, for that. you weren't paying attention, but I stuck in
0: three. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, episode six. Stay tuned. 6. Episode 6. Two hands. We're to use two hands now. Nope. Two. How are you oh, you threw the pinky Yeah, threw the pinky. There you go. Like there that. you go. Episode 6. I'm feeling good about this. I think we have some good questions. Yeah, I think so. You all threw some good questions
1: at us. By the way, you need to throw some more at us. We need more of your questions. We want to go true, real value to you. So yeah, keep them coming. Whatever whatever pops, into, whatever pops into your mind, even if we've already covered it, we might go over it again. Mike. Mike. You're, you're lucky. Lucky. All right, well, what, what's the first one? So I'll, I'll take the first one, or I'll read the first one. Uh, the first one, a lot of people ask this one, is where can I learn more about wholesaling on my own, by myself? Um, I think the immediate
0: answer is go back and watch all of the Ask Wholesale videos. <laughs> right off the bat. Or maybe take some notes. watch these videos. Watch right. them a, a second time, a third time, just to make sure
1: is a good number. Make, make sure, sure your friends you go it. Right? Yeah, right. That's, that's pretty much all you're going to need. Um, <laughs> but no, there's uh, there's tons of books out there about wholesaling, how to wholesale. Um, you can literally just, I mean, uh, the day and age that we live in, you can just Google something, uh, YouTube something, YouTube sure. and, and it'll come out and you can just follow that process. I mean, there's tons of people out there doing you know, doing videos like this or doing uh, writing books and things like that. So you can just Google, how do I wholesale, you'll get a ton of leads, a ton of links.
0: I would say go to uh, Facebook. Facebook just an awesome resource in all regards. There's a lot of Facebook groups. I mean, we have a good Facebook group. It's like yeah, under Hill.com. Yeah. You can join and get some real life feedback. But there's some other ones that have like, way more people than we have. What are some uh,
2: uh, key ones? Oh, 07 Houses Foot Time. That's the very first one I ever joined when I was uh, uh, 07. People just throw questions on there and people just answer straight up. There's like, like 50,000, yeah. 70,000 people in that group. Many, but that's just one. I mean, there's there's other ones about wholesaling. About wholesaling real estate it's, investing is my passion. There's there's, there's a bunch of groups <coughs> you can just see them posting. They, they post events on there that you can go to. It's pretty it's pretty self explanatory how to get into wholesaling um, Yeah, and, and then you know that's just in the
0: digital world. And in the real world, go to any meetups, go to some uh, investing association type. Uh, groups and meetings, and you meet a lot of quality people there that can get information from those groups. Maybe you'll meet somebody one on one that you can
1: have a lunch with. Pay for their lunch, and, uh, and just ask them some specific one on one questions. You, you can do what I did. That's what I did. I just found somebody and latched onto them, and just you paid, latch on. Yeah, try to get really that Yeah, it didn't work. Once I want to do something, I'm gonna, I to just find somebody who's already doing it, or find somebody that you know is, is good at doing it. And, kind of latch onto them and, and just ask them for advice and talk to them and have daily conversations with them and the next thing you know you're going to be knocking deals out by yourself and, and who knows man I mean you know I got lucky and this turned into a, an entire partnership an entire business and you know we, we just we just kind of work so just find somebody that, that is willing to help you out that's another way you can just do it on your own yeah. talk to them every day it's on mark on Facebook yeah exactly. I harassed him until he
0: came to join us yeah. It's said, like, hey, we're going to have a show, man. If you're going to be a star, we'll make you a
1: star. I was even you a little jealous. I was like, why, why? He doesn't even call me that much. No. Just he forces his <laughs> way out <onto> of this show. <laughs> All right, hit us with the next one. So the next question is, how can you work with another wholesaler to do a deal? So
2: that's, a, that's a good mm-hmm. one. I'm actually working with another wholesaler right now, so basically... You know, sometimes times might be slower or or not, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of wholesalers out there who maybe don't have a, a huge buyer network that you may have. And so sometimes the wholesaler reaches out to us and say, "Hey, we know with this deal." So the first thing I ask, you, you gotta ask, is it is it their deal or is it somebody else's deal? One, two, try to get out as much info as you can about it. Some questions you would ask a, a, a regular seller about it. You know, what's the rehab? What does it need? Is there any liens? Those type of questions. And then from there. You can run your own due due diligence and see if the numbers even work. Because sometimes another wholesaler might send it to you with an inflated ARV. Well, you want to run your own numbers to to make sure that you have the correct ARV. And if the numbers are pretty good, then you may want to go see it, or you may want to ask that wholesaler for pictures. And then at that point, based off of the numbers, you can do two things. You can either add on top of the asking price that they're asking just add your fee on top or you can negotiate to where you can blast it at the same price that they're blasting it at and just be in the middle. It just depends on who you're dealing with on a particular deal and, and basically I don't know what you're doing. I, I
1: really try and, uh, uh, on that note, I really try and work a fee into what they're already asking. If you're going to co-wholesale, co-wholesale. There's a difference between wholesaling a wholesale and co wholesaling If you're wholesaling a wholesale, they might be shooting it to their buyers even if you have a bigger buyer network than they do they you might already you might be shooting it out to people that have already seen it so you they're asking 55 you're shooting it out at 60 or 58 or 60 or whatever and these people your buyers are coming back pushing back saying hey i already saw it at 55 why am i going to want it at 60. you know so i try i try a lot to actually co-host them to say hey you know i can help you push it at that uh 55 you know, let me get three thousand dollars. You know, just just try and use that because there's enough. There's there's more enough deals. There's more enough money out there to to squeeze in uh, fees for everybody. Because chances are they've got a six seven thousand uh, dollars spread on it. Um, and even if they don't making something is better than nothing. It, it's better to do that than to look bad in front of your buyers because they're gonna give you pushback. Eric saw it at 55. Why do they want it at 60? So I try and do
2: that a lot. I try and work our fees into uh, what they're already asking. You. Well, well, I was say, I'm note too. Sometimes, even if we need help selling sell a, a property, we'll tell them there's enough room in there for them to blast it at the same price. And like you say, so that way, everybody's blasting consistently at the same price. And if there's not any room, we'll just be straight up Hey, There's no room, there, or You're going to get that on top. But if there's room, we'll tell them, yeah, you can keep anything. And that way, it's getting shot at the same price, and everybody's.
1: I I don't do that with all the wholesalers, though. I only do that with my trusted, the guys that I work with consistently, that are that are you know that are trusted. I tell them, hey, this is already built in a fee for you, three grand, five thousand dollars, whatever it may be. Uh, People that I don't really work with that much, I try and get them to just kind of add their fee on top of it. But yeah, it works both ways as well. Yeah, you really are describing the situation in which uh,
0: you're getting a deal from another wholesaler and you're helping bring in the buyer to right. the table. Um, but you also do really well where we have the deal where you utilize other wholesalers to help us find the buyer. So it can work both ways uh, where you're working other wholesalers. I would say <clears throat> when it comes to wholesalers there's a few key items that you want to make sure you want proper understanding. So one is who's getting paid what and how that's being handled. That conversation needs to be done at the very beginning, whether you're splitting the fee or their fee is on top of your fee or vice versa. That needs to be determined at the very beginning so that there's no question marks and you don't get to the to the closing table and then there's a misunderstanding. That's a big mistake a lot of newer people make is they trying to build a relationship, they, you know, they look up to this other wholesaler that's been in the business for a while and they, you know, maybe they're afraid to talk to numbers and money exactly. And they, they go in with the assumption that, hey, we're, we're, we have a verbal understanding that it's all gonna work out in the end. Um, you know, that's good to an extent, but the reality is you need to have a very specific conversation so that everybody's on the same page because they are in this business, so there are people out there that will take advantage of you if you're, if you're a newer wholesaler just don't put yourself in that situation but also they're going to respect you more as well because you are covering every aspect of the deal which includes the fee itself and
1: you're giving uh, the deal itself proper attention to all capacities. Yeah that's something that Marco just mentioned right there was that don't be afraid to talk about the fee that you're going to get or what they're going to make or anything like that. None of that should be a secret between you you and your hotelers or anything like that because Remember this is your money, this is your payday. Like, you should not be afraid to find out how much you're getting paid because that is your paycheck. Not you're not gonna get any money it's just you shouldn't be afraid to talk about what about your personal income. It's not something that, you know, we, we hear it a lot, you know, don't talk about money, don't talk about how much you're gonna get paid. Hey man, I if I'm gonna make thirty five thousand dollars, I'm gonna make sure that I know I'm making thirty five thousand dollars. I'm not gonna be worried about hurting somebody's feelings because I'm making more than them or, or and I'm not going to worry about getting my feelings hurt if they're making more than me. Hey, if they can, they find a buyer and they're making 20 grand and I'm only making three off of it, hey, shame on me for not knowing that buyer, but at least now I know I have a connection and I know how much I'm walking away with. Don't be afraid to talk about that. It's just, this is business. It is what it is. There's no need to be worried about or you know, tiptoe through the tulips, as they say, about things like that. So You and your saint. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watch a lot of movies and read a lot of books, so... Yeah. Comic, book have, yeah, comic
0: books, they picture, picture
1: yeah. They have I see Pop-up books? Mostly yeah. like
0: pop-up books. That's yeah. right. You so. have quite the collection I saw. <laughs> uh, let me make one more comment on the wholesaler deal. Just like you said, don't be afraid to talk uh, numbers. Also, don't be afraid to tell the wholesaler what you need that wholesaler to do to make the deal a reality. So what I mean by that is, for instance, let's say you're getting a deal from the wholesaler that have it under contract, try to push it out and they come to you they need help finding a buyer and you ran your numbers like Aaron was talking about and you have found that hey they're trying to give you the deal at 58 but for you to make this deal work you need to sell it to an investor at 56 which means you need to get it from the wholesaler at 52 as an example tell that wholesaler hey your 58 price is too high I can make this deal happen but I need to make it happen at 52 <laughs> And if they say, hey, I don't have the contract with well, can you renegotiate with the seller? Can we propose something to the seller if we close sooner? Or you know, how can we make this work? Tell them what you need them to do uh, to make the deal a reality. And that also applies to if they're bringing the buyer to the, to the scenario. If you need the buyer at a higher price to tell that wholesaler. The goal is, yes, you want to build the relationship with the wholesaler. But the main goal is getting a deal done. And if you really want to build relationships relationships with wholesalers, being the person that can get the deal done will build a very strong relationship with the members that you have So keep that
1: at home. I like that question. Whoever asked yeah. that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, the next question is actually from a personal friend of mine. I decided to take this one and answer his question. Uh, what's the guy's name? His name's Victor. He's Victor. Uh, he's actually a realtor down in Colorado in my hometown. Uh, but he wants to try and start wholesaling over there. Um, he. So he kind of had and he just started he just started in real estate so kind of had, kind of wanted to get a clear answer on what this is this uh, picture Hi man this one's dedicated to you this one's for you Victor uh, it's funny I've known him since high school so yeah. I was gonna call him by his nickname but I don't think it'd be appropriate <laughs> <laughs> so his question is what is skip tracing and how does how does it work um, Skip tracing, actually, Aaron's probably better to
2: answer this question than I am, to be honest. Yeah, skip tracing, there's, there's a couple of programs out there that you can use some of them are free can for per month, uh, one of them is peoplefinder.com, that one you have to pay a monthly subscription well, What, what is skip tracing? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, so straight into it. So skip tracing is, basically there's a house, right, and you're trying to, if you're driving for dollars or there's, if you're driving for dollars or somebody else sends you a house or refers you a house and you go drive by it. Uh, Skip tracing is where you're trying to find who is ownership of that house, who lives in that house. Sometimes what happens is you may look up the owner of the house, but that owner might have been deceased or maybe passed away. And so now you have to do skip tracing. Okay, if that person passed away, who could be entitled to the house or who potentially knows who's entitled to that house? And so skip tracing is basically trying to skip through uh, you files know, to relatives and friends to try to find figure out who does that house belong to, or who has say so, and where they live, and where they live, so, that's that's Also, their uh, contact information.
0: So, you're utilizing uh, services or databases to find the contact information to a particular, informa- a particular individual, or just information in general about that individual, so maybe previous addresses, maybe uh, relatives, siblings, uh, and some skip tracing uh, services you can get the neighbors uh, name and information. And it just depends, but really it's a resource tool to do some homework. You're acting like a PI, a private investigator, to, to get this information. He, he puts on a hat when he skip traces. Uh,
1: he's got the Sherlock Holmes hat. He's working on the pipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. The trench coat. Uh-huh. you ever notice how Banks always have a fine, always find a way to track you down whenever you owe them money. That's because they use skip tracing softwares. Uh, attorneys do the same thing when they need to find you if you're running from a subpoena. Um, there's, there's, you know, not only in real estate is skip tracing used, there's a bunch of different softwares out there as well.
2: So, talk about them softwares. Uh, yeah, so People Finders, the one that I use the most or would use the most, is it's a balance of membership fee. You have to pay, I think it's like 30 bucks a month, but you get access to pretty much everything, even phone numbers. Sometimes the phone numbers the are that was are wanting Yeah, they go sometimes they're not always accurate, but hey, it's, it's sometimes they are. Uh, another one is a uh, true people find uh, true people search. That one is a uh, free. Basically it gives you the same thing that peoplefinder.com gives you, but peoplefinder.com is a little bit more detailed. Um, and what I'll do is, you know, you can look up who owns the house on the person's name, you put the person's name into PeopleFinder true search and what it does is it gives you about 10 or 20 doesn't matter uh, people people's uh, names that match that name and then what you start doing is you start looking at the addresses and you'd be surprised that you'll find one of the addresses connects to that person yeah that person might be deceased people finder will tell you when this person passed away. So then based off of that it's going to tell you what relatives are connected to that person and then what you would do is you would look up that person's name and see where they live and then you can shoot them a letter or maybe there's a phone number attached there's so been time where i sent like 10 letters out uh, for one property to 10 different addresses from like out of these 10 addresses somebody has to be related to this one person so, somebody's gonna call so it's going to be a cousin, it's going to be something you'll be surprised they call calling hey that's actually my my great grandma's property or my cousin's grandma or whatever and they end up knowing Somebody that actually owns that property. And and that's that's what we need. To do. And it may it may take a little extra
1: effort, like sending ten letters to ten different ten different addresses to try and get one one lead. But that lead, I mean, to me, it's totally worth it if you're making five. You know, when you have private sellers like that, they're they're, they're more apt to sell at a bigger discount because they're having to pay taxes on the property that they don't even live in, whatever it may be. And they and they you know they're they're more apt to sell at a discount. So. It's worth it if you're making five, ten thousand dollars off of it. Sending out ten letters to one people you know, to try and find a twenty person. So uh, it takes a little bit of effort. You're changing your time for the, for that big payday so, To so it's, it's worth it though. It's yeah. worth it. One of the drawbacks
0: is it's going to take a lot of time and energy. You might need to go through several services. Some other key ones or LexisNexis, TLO is really popular. Uh, MicroBuild is one. Uh, some of those higher level ones, you need to either have them connect through like, an insurance company, a lawyer, or another office. Um, or uh, they need to send a representative to your place of business where you work to make sure you have like filing cabinet and locks in your computer. Um, when it goes to sleep mode, it has a password. we will do some checks. Um, it just depends on which one you get. But the drawback is it takes a lot of time a lot of effort, um, you can get a lot of information that is either old or incorrect, uh, but the benefit is there's not a lot of people that are willing to put in the time and energy and effort into finding those leads, so you don't have very much competition. And Generally, if you get in contact with these people, they were so hard to get a hold of Once you get in contact with them, you're like godsend. They're like, yes, whatever price, it doesn't matter. We just want to, we've been trying to get rid of this house. You, you know, our and taxes. Those are, are my money. favorite kind of yes. And so there's extra effort, so that's high effort but high reward. Um, but to go back to the, the information, could be wrong. You, you had one of your deals where you, you found no, a whole other seller, the exact same name, but it wasn't the seller, no, right? Same, same,
2: same exact name, <coughs> same amount of kids that this person had, married the same year, married to the same person with the same last name, but in a, it was completely, it was basically two different families. And that's a very, very rare situation, but it did happen to me. Um, that hey, was so funny. <laughs> yeah, we were still able to go inside to the house. I, <laughs> I was confused. This house was vacant. Like everybody was confused. I was like, what do you mean? Saying that one was crazy. It was, it was yeah. funny. So, so that will happen from time to time.
1: So, and then that's why it's important that when we do do this, the only reason that we found out that we were dealing with the wrong people is because we did, we used a title company and they did a title search. And they, it's very important that you use a professional title company to close your deals, because if you use a real estate attorney or something like that, they could have closed and it. There could have been, you know, could have been a huge mess later on down the road. So, um, so make sure you use a title company. That's just kind of like a side note. Don't use a real estate attorney. Just legally close, but typically use, you know, typically use a, a title company. Um, that's just a side piece of advice. So great question, Victor. Great question, Victor. Questionable nickname. Questionable nickname. Great question. It's it's a pretty funny nickname. It's really childish, actually. Um, So the next question is, uh, where is one place? This is the fun question. Fun Fun question. question. question? Finally, i have tired of all this boring, all this boring real estate stuff, right? All this boring real estate stuff that makes us ton of money, right? Um, (laughs) Where the fun question is, where is one place you have to visit before you die? Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Hillary and I, we have our very... So, we have a daughter. Right now, she's one and a half. So, we're not going to be traveling anytime soon. We're, we're going to plan to have another one here soon. So, whenever our kids are old enough to be able to travel with us, the place that we want to go, hands down, number one spot, is Santorini, Greece. Walking Greece. Konos also be beautiful, basically all the islands off of Greece just like island hopping. Go nice. will visit for like not a month. Bar or hopping. Or not bar hopping. Not bar hopping. No well, not it will still be bar hopping, but the bars will be on different mm-hmm. islands. There and you Wow, that would be fun. But yeah, if you haven't, take some time right now, type in Santorini Greece in Google, click images, and just like look at that. You, you
2: will want to go there too. It's a beautiful. Mine is mine is probably I a I, <laughs> <laughs> No, I thinking Houston. no but uh, no. <laughs> I think I've turned on before. I wanna I think I wanna go to Dubai. Dubai mean, I mean just the pictures I've seen it in the movies and stuff too and I'm just The like, world's biggest. Yes, I'm just amazed by it. that's why I wanna go to Dubai for sure the water. Another thing I wanna do that's on my bucket list, probably uh, sooner bucket list, than the next two, three years, is watch the ball drop uh at New York during news. Oh, that'd be fun. So yeah,
0: you, you cheated. You have two. Kind of stepping in there. The, you'll <laughs> do the you'll do the ball drop on your way to Dubai. Uh, uh, you know, Catch the that. ball drop going to Dubai. Actually, in Dubai, they have that. Uh, I saw this I on I'll Facebook. Go. Huh? What? Well, on Facebook. I saw that they have this restaurant uh, in the air, like oh, yeah. 200 feet or something. Oh, That's like yeah, I yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, just you gonna like do that.
1: Couple, yeah, I it's like when in Dubai I'll do everything. When in Dubai. What you happens know? in Dubai stays in Dubai. <laughs> Steel Time. You yeah, I think that's a good I think that's a good
0: choice.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. A sky restaurant? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You ever see yeah, that you ever like see like that cool. roller coaster ride that goes over like oh, yeah. a cliff or something like that and it's like over the edge of like too? a cliff? I don't know which I I don't know where it's at, <laughs> It's it's that same concept where it's like over a super high building it's a roller coaster ride and you're just like in a chair but like just over the edge of a building yeah, or a cliff. I'm not really sure. sure what it is. Yeah, i totally do that by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. So with that being said,
0: does your place have any adrenaline associated with
1: it? Uh, the way I'm going to get there is... Um, I was going to say Greece, but you yeah. stole Oh, that. I stole it. Yeah, you stole it. Uh, you but stole it's, it from me. It's, it's between... Yeah, there you go. Sure. <laughs> um, so it's between two places. There's that one place where you can stay at those hotels where you can see those, uh, the northern lights. I think that would be fun. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's in Finland It's in Finland Northern Lights is all over Northern Lights is somewhere on there. But before that, for sure, I'm going to go... I need to hit Ireland. Uh, Something about Ireland I just want to go... Beer? Yeah, it's the beer. I'm going to go drink with some Irishmen. and see what I can do. I'm pretty sure they're... uh, They have like those really green... Field,
0: right? Yeah. For uh, like, uh, some reason, I have like a mental image of you, like kind of sound of right music here. style, like uh, just singing, singing, coming to the top of a hill. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do some stuff like that like just for shrink, like kind <laughs> But the way He's I'm gonna stumbling. get there is I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a plane. Or I'm, I don't know how this would work. Actually, I hey, you yet. have like the whole like uh, laundry list of Yeah, so I'm gonna works. skydive over Ireland, land there, land into Ireland, and then. Is that how you officially get there. That's how I'm gonna officially get there. Out. I'm gonna skydive into so fast, fast, fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, just yeah. skydive into Ireland, just spend a couple weeks there. How did that I combination do that? happen? Uh, well, I have a TV so I think a lot, and <laughs> I think a lot about different kinds of things. So I don't know. I've I, I I still need a scratch skydiving off my bucket list. Really? I how, on my bucket list. Okay, how can I knock uh, these out faster? Yeah, Let's two do birds some with one stone. Moves. You know, just mm-hmm. knock it out. You know, get it done. and, <coughs> and I think that's uh, that's just kind of how I. That's just I think a lot. My mind goes a million miles an hour, and it just one day, it just came to me and said, I would like to skydive into Ireland. Sure. Kill two birds with one stone. Why not, right? I see. You. I think that's awesome. I approve of both of y'all's. Do you approve of mine? Yeah, yeah, because so it, it, it was originally
0: mine. Well then you really approve <laughs> it. Really it. So then they, y'all, need to uh, let us know where you want to go. Where would you go? What's on your funding list? Number one spot, first spot. You just won the lottery, you're about to go travel. Where's that going to go?
1: Let us know. I just and, realized uh, we might be read
0: off something. Like that. Yeah, that's right. I just realized we were like, screw the U.S. Yeah. Out of yeah, nobody <laughs>
1: wants to be in the US. Yeah. I mean, well, I did there's some cool know. spots in the US. Yeah, there are. No, there's like true. there's like Colorado, uh probably not Delaware. Yeah, there's Grand Canyon. There's a Grand Canyon. Yeah. Is it? Uh one one place that I really like in the United States, it's not a big tourist place, but it's uh Wisconsin. I used to live there as a kid, but it's like Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful land. Shout out Wisconsin. Shout out Wisconsin, you cheeseheads. That's But yeah, it's a beautiful land over there. So it's, it's pretty nice to go. Just kind of sightseeing. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. awesome. We did it. Episode six. Episode six. Those
0: are some great questions. We wrapped it up. Some uh, great questions with better answers. Yeah, yes. have some best yeah. answers. Yes. Uh, so yeah, thank you, a Victor, too, man. Victor, Thank awesome. thanks for your question, man. You, we you, appreciate uh, it. Call, call you all out. Let yeah. you uh, tell you we appreciate it. But yes, uh, like this video, like Kill Fill Home, share this video, comment. We, we want more questions, but you know, what were your thoughts about what we talked about today? How can we give you more value? Uh, this show's for you, so let us know. We appreciate it. Well, See you fun, know, the next one. So everybody knows that wholesaling and real estate can be a great opportunity to uh, control your workday, to bring in lots of money and kind of unlock the doors to real estate investing. But there are a lot of struggles and hurdles and problems that come along with being a wholesaler on your own. So what are some of those
2: uh, problems that people face every day? Another problem is wearing too many
0: hats. You're always having to look for buyers. You're always having to look for sellers. You're in communication with the title company all the time. You're trying to figure out all your systems, the CRM. You're doing all the tech stuff. Um, you might be looking for a virtual assistant and trying to uh, you know, go through the process of hiring somebody like that. You're having to do every little component, so that can be overwhelming
2: in itself. So if you're someone out
0: there that you're wholesaling by yourself and you're encountering problems not only on the side of like always trying to get the next one, but also problems with consistency, keeping the momentum going uh, and and not being overwhelmed and stressed all the time. We at Hilco Homes, we're a wholesaling company here in Central Texas and we do a pretty good volume. There's a pretty good team. And we're looking for people that want to join us, uh, that want to be part of our system. Some of the benefits that we provide to people that join us is uh, we always have leads for you to work. Uh, You're part of a uh, system-oriented approach. So we have CRN systems, we have calling systems, you have access to a virtual assistant. Uh, What are some
2: other benefits of being part of the team? We're definitely a team.
0: This is Tim Duncan over here, and this is Kawhi over here, and, uh, you know. Pop, <laughs> pop. All right, I'll pop. I, I have to yell at them every once in a while. Uh, but we're always trying to give support. We're trying to give knowledge. We're trying to accelerate your growth because we don't want people just to be wholesalers. We want to help them become investors as well and um, you know you get access to all the different components we'll pay for leads for you uh, you have access to our buyers list and uh, access to all of our systems and we're looking for the right people that are not afraid of rejection not afraid of hard work and are willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish their goals because quite honestly that's who we are and we're trying to uh, build our team so that all of us can be successful so if you're interested send us a message reach out reach out to us you can message these guys and we'd be glad to uh, uh, talk to you more and give you more information about our hiring process and see if you can be part of the team with us. So we're looking forward to having you come out. Thanks guys.